This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Schneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Another gruesome jihadist terror attack in France related to the publication of caricatures of the Prophet Muhammad. A knife-wielding man killed three people at a church in the French city of Nice, and this two weeks after Samuel Paty, a French civics teacher, was beheaded for showing those cartoons to his students during a class on free speech. Now, his murder prompted the French president, Emmanuel Macron, to promise a crackdown on Islamic extremism. This has prompted protests against France. They've erupted in several Muslim countries, especially tensions have flared between France and Turkey's president, uh, Recep Tayyip Erdogan. Now, France's European allies have stood staunchly behind it. Uh, here at home today, a very interesting editorial in the Globe and Mail criticizing Justin Trudeau for his mealy-mouthed response, which is seen as a politically correct attempt attempt not to offend any Muslims. Uh, what do you think? 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. Now I'd like to go to Phil Gursky, the president and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consultants. Hi, Phil. How are you? Good, Libby. How are you this afternoon? I'm I'm fine. Uh, is, is this... Um, are we seeing another big wave of terror in France? Really hard to say. I mean, as you pointed out in your introductory remarks, this is a, a heinous, gruesome act. Only, what, 10 or ten days or two weeks after the first one of Samuel Paty. <clears throat> Excuse me. It, it's worrisome. Is it a wave? We, we can't say that just yet, but it certainly points to something which I've been talking about an awful lot with you and others over the past five years or so. When it comes to terrorism... On a, on a global scale, Libby, and I'm, I'm talking not just here in Canada, not in the West, but on a global scale, by far the vast majority of attacks are carried out by Islamist extremists. You can, the numbers are there. The data is there. We talk a lot about the far right, the far right, this, the far right, that, and it, it is worrisome and, and perhaps growing in concern, but they can't hold a candle to the jihadis when they do this. And, and, and the facts, like I said, they speak for themselves. So I just wish there was a, a greater dialogue as to what all this stuff means. And, you know, you point out to the, the protests against France, I don't know if you've read some of the stuff that's been said, but it's been completely irresponsible at a minimum. Uh, a former Malaysian prime minister basically tweeted this morning that beheading is okay if you insult the Prophet Muhammad. What responsible official says that in 2020? It, it, it boggles the mind. Now, uh, these attacks, uh, the, the beheading of Samuel Petty, it was a, a Chechen refugee. Are these what you would call a lone wolf? Uh, attack, or is it orchestrated from somewhere? Really hard to say. I, I, I don't like the term lone wolf because it has a romantic image to it, and we certainly know when I used to work for CSIS that you know these people don't act in vacuums. They act as part of whether they're real communities or they're virtual communities. They get their ideas from somewhere. Whether or not this person was put up to it, inspired, <clears throat> affiliated, whatever, I don't know that. I don't think anybody knows that just yet because he, apparently he's been wounded. He hasn't been killed, so we might get some answers, but 
That's from today's attack. The other, the the guy from the murder was killed. Well, you know, he grew up in France. He's been in France since the age of six. I mean, how can you not become more French than than growing up there? Yes, they have issues with a a lot of uh, you know poor neighborhoods where some of their immigrants are living in. We have the same here in Canada, of course. But the bottom line is, is that this person had every opportunity to grow up in a Western secular democratic society. He chose, and, and, and I think choice is the important word here. He chose to reject that. And he was influenced by his, I understand that his parents might have been involved in some of the influence here. What he consumed online certainly influenced him. But this doesn't happen in a vacuum. And, and some of the hateful rhetoric that's out there, as I mentioned, a former Malaysian prime minister says that beheading is okay. That just feeds this notion that somehow Islam is under attack and they have a right to defend themselves. And defending themselves includes beheading old ladies in churches in Nice. Go figure. It's, it's, it, it really boggles the mind. I mean, we've now seen that many troops have just been dispatched to Nice. Uh, but, um, you know, there's this war of words with, with uh, Tayyip Erdogan. And, uh, I mean, you know, you, you have to wonder the, the, you know, the, the people who are radicalized in France. I mean, surely they know where they have moved to if they come from another country, uh, that France is very, uh, ag- aggressively secular. Absolutely. And, you know, you may disagree with that and, and you have the right to do so, but that's the nation that you've moved to. You can't move somewhere and decide, I don't like the system. I'm going to change it by myself by beheading people. You know the conditions under which you're going to live, and that's the way it is. If you don't like it, then move somewhere else, is basically the bottom line that I say. And for people to say that France is anti-Islamic, well, maybe some things that have been said in the past that haven't been helpful. Uh, Marine Le Pen has already called for the basic expulsion of all Muslims. That's not going to help. So there's been rhetoric on both sides. But to me, the, the more worrisome thing, and if your listeners are interested, Olivia, I have a podcast out this morning on my website that talks about the fact that Islam is in a crisis right now, in which the, 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 the extremists are dictating the agenda. And unless they get a hold of this real quickly, you mentioned uh, President Erdogan in Turkey. He has been unhelpful to say a minimum in a variety of conflicts in Libya, in Azerbaijan, in Syria, etc. And they got to get a hold of this because it's going down a pathway that's not very good at all. And I, I'd be very surprised if we didn't see more violent attacks in the weeks and months to come. Uh, do you have an opinion on uh, where Canada is on this? Uh, the Prime Minister talking about respectfulness, which uh, I would take to mean um, maybe you shouldn't publish cartoons if people are going to be offended. I haven't read the editorial. I'm going to do that when I get off the phone with you, Libby. Um doesn't really surprise me. The Prime Minister, he doesn't tend to take a lot of positions on a lot of things. First and foremost, he should have rejected categorically, and in, in, in no, no mincing in words here, the beheading of anybody over a difference of opinion is simply not civilized conduct. I don't care if I've upset you with something, you know, I, and I wrote five years ago, maybe this wasn't the greatest idea to publish the cartoons, but you have a right to do so. You have a right to disagree. You have a right to protest. You don't have a right to kill people over it. So, yeah, we, again, we need more dialogue, but how do you dialogue with people who are beheading people in churches or in schools? They're not, they're not going to talk to you, right? They're just, just going to take action. Uh, let me give the numbers out again. Uh, I'm uh, sure there are some people who would like to weigh in on this. The numbers 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. I'm talking to Phil Gursky, who is the president and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consultants. We are talking about the latest terror attack in France. Horrific. Three people slaughtered in a church by 
a man yelling uh, Allahu Akbar. Uh, that means God is great. Um, so uh, again, um, are we seeing some kind of resurgence? Because uh, I don't know, during COVID, and uh, we've been hearing a lot about QAnon and and the right wing terror threats. Are, are, do you think that we're seeing some kind of resurgence uh, of jihadi terror? I wouldn't use that term, Libby. I mean, these guys never really went away. We, we we've been we've been led to believe that it's all about QAnon and far right extremism and neo Nazis and white supremacists. And if you listen to President Trump Antifa, as if the jihadis all of a sudden fell, you know fell off the planet or went into a different solar system. They've always been there. And in the early days of COVID, we had groups like ISIS, Islamic State, recommend to its fighters to not travel because they might get sick. Then they saw COVID as, as, a, as a punishment by God on the rest of us heathens that don't believe the same thing that they do. But, you know, internationally, Libby, uh, the temple hasn't eased. In Afghanistan, hundreds of people have been killed by the Taliban in Islamic State over the past few months. In Somalia, dozens have been killed. In Nigeria, dozens have been killed. In Syria and Iraq, hundreds have been killed. So COVID hasn't had any effect on Islamist extremism. Maybe for people, like we haven't seen, you know, a lot of attacks like the San Bernardino attack a couple years ago, remember, or Orlando. Yeah. Maybe that's what's saying people, well, they don't matter anymore because they're not as lethal as they used to be. But look outside your backyard. And in every other country, aside from a few Western countries, the temple of killing by Islamist extremists has not edged off one iota over the past, past uh, nine, nine or 12 months. Uh, are what are you predicting to happen next? As I said, there there's been a, um, a you know a massive deployment of troops in France. Well, what are the troops going to do? I mean, I, I would put my faith in the intelligence services. That's what they're there for. Um, I used to, you know, I, I know people in the DSA, which is the intelligence service. I've met with them in Paris. The, the bottom line, and the unfortunate part for them is that you know, they, they've got twenty thousand people on their list of people that they worry about. How do you follow 20,000 people? How do you investigate 20,000 people? How do you keep eyes on 20,000 people? The Brits have 23,000. The Belgians have 12,000. I mean, this is a, this is a problem that is, that is almost Herculean in nature because you have relatively small security services having to look over thousands. Of, now, not all 23,000 are going to carry an attack tomorrow, but some might. And then when you work for the security service, you're constantly reevaluating your priorities. Where do I put resources today? Do I take them off A and put them on B? What if B, what if A rises up? The day after, do I put them back on A? And that's that's the never-ending conundrum when you work for security services. You have far more problems than you have resources. Okay. Um, anything else you'd like to leave us with, Phil? I just really, let, let's get a, a lessening of the rhetoric on all sides. Uh, let's, I hope Erdogan shuts his, his pie hole before, you know, someone more gets killed. The Saudis are saying the Pakistanis. I don't want to see the far right saying, I told you so, I told you so, we should you know, eject all Muslims. Let's just let's tone it down a little bit. Let's not foster more violence. Let's, let's, let's take care of the ones who are violent and make sure they don't kill again or kill for the first time. But let's all just take a Valium and, and take it easy for once. Okay. Thank you so much, Phil Gursky, President and CEO of Borealis Threat and Risk Consultants. Thanks a lot. Nice talking to you. You too, Libby. Take care. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. 
Idea City on the Air and The Garden Show.